Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. One of the biggest reasons that we do this podcast is to help inform the families of Cobb County students to be able to have a good school year. And part of that is making sure that they succeed and to succeed and learn they've got to eat. Absolutely. They've got to be fueled up for that. So I am joined today by none other than Emily Hanlon, who is the head of our Food and Nutrition Services Division, or department, I guess I should say. Yes. Which is it? We are a department. A department. Okay. Well, you're a very big department. We are. Tell us, how many many employees do you have? That's a great leadoff. So typically in the kitchens, we have anywhere from eight to 900 employees. Right now we're sitting around 650. So like most restaurants in your area, we are short some staff. So we are wow. currently looking for staff to help us out in our school kitchens. You know, the past couple of years we have had the pandemic, of course, and, and then last year was just, well, it was just weird <laughs> adjusting to one or the other, it seemed like we were going back and forth all the time. But now it seems like we're kind of hitting our stride on a new normalcy, if you will. What's different this year from last year and the year before? Okay. So, you know, we are a federally funded program. So our funds come through the USDA at the federal level. Um, we were blessed for the last two years that the USDA and Congress had funding to allow us to provide meals at no charge to all our students, regardless of eligibility related to their income status. That is ended. So as of the end of June, that ability to continue those no charge meals has stopped. So we are going back to school meals as usual come August 1st. And what that means is families would then qualify for either free free price to lunch, meaning they, the family didn't have to pay but the federal reimbursement, they paid for that meal. Um, A reduced price meal, or if they don't qualify for either of those, then the student would then have to provide um, either payment at the register so Uh they could have lunch. Okay, so so literally there is no such thing as a free lunch unless... Unless you qualify. You qualify. Yes. Okay, well, that's <laughs> there is if you qualify. We'll leave it at that. So how does somebody find out whether they qualify or not? That's a great... And this is the big push. I'm. Uh, we've done it on our social media. The district's helping us with this. Um, parents have not had to fill out a family meal application for the last two years. So they've gotten out of the habit of that. So we're really trying to encourage people to get back into that process. Uh-huh. On our, our website, so if you go to the Cobb k12.org and under departments you find food nutrition services we have on our main page it'll say family meal application you click that link it takes you to an online application you can actually do this from your phone or desktop whatever's easiest for you takes about three maybe five minutes at most to fill out the application oh wow it comes directly to us and we within we try to get them done within 24 hours now. Beginning of the school year with 110,000 <laughs> students, you can imagine it might take us a little longer. Everybody waiting till the last minute. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we encourage parents to start doing that now. But it, you fill out that application, and based on governmental income guidelines, we then qualify you for either a reduced or free status. Meaning when your child comes to the line, you, you would either not pay anything or you would pay the reduced price. Okay. So what if you're a family that uh, you don't suspect that you would qualify? Do they need to register in any way? They don't have to register. But at this point, with the way the economy is, I would tell everybody, apply anyway. Worst thing huh. can happen is you would get denied, meaning you would have to pay at the register. Um, but it doesn't cost you anything to apply. So I say, give it a shot. Yeah, if nothing not? else, you might qualify. You you know, people lose jobs mid-year. Things yeah. change. Uh, you know, it's I, easier to have it in place. Absolutely. Right? And, you know, the other thing that people don't always remember is they think about it at this time of year. Well, come December, 
your main breadwinner, so to speak, in your household loses their job, mm-hmm. apply then because you may need the benefit then. So anytime during the school year, you can apply for this benefit. It's out on our website all year long. If your numbers change, especially, right? Especially if your income <laughs> changes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So day one, for those who uh, learn that they do not qualify for free and reduced, they need to be prepared with what? How they, much? So they need to be able to pay. So we, we offer multiple ways to provide payments. So we have um, a website and an app if you prefer paying via your phone. Um, it's called My Payments Plus. So parents can go out, register for an account, put money on that way. Um, that does come out of like a credit card. So there's a little bit of a fee related to that. Okay. Students can also bring cash or check with them to the register when they come to lunch or breakfast. All right. So a lot of kids, uh, I'm thinking high schoolers, might have... Apple Pay or Google Pay, are we able to take that? Not currently. I'm actually working on that. We're hoping to pilot that maybe as early as January. So Uh as we have the ability to do that, I'll make sure we push that message out. But yes, we absolutely are aware that most of our high school students would love to be able to tap at the register. We're actively working on that. And teach them to manage those funds themselves. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That's a life lesson right there. Moms and daddies who have paid that bill uh, where the, the kid, like, I've got one especially that just, I had to have ice cream today. It was a tough day. I need, no, I need, it, I need, need my cream. treat. Yeah. yeah. No, so. it's fine. I'll happily supply them with their little treat. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. Uh, the nice thing is with the My Payments Plus app is as a parent, you can see what they're buying. So oh. there's a little bit of benefit to that as yeah. well. And you Absolutely. can do that for free. So if you don't That's use cool. that app for putting money on the account, but you want to kind of monitor what your student's doing, uh-huh. you can actually do that via that app as well. I okay. like that. Okay, so let's say I've got a kid that's got peanut allergies. How do you guys help with that? So we have a full um, procedure in place related to what we do in the cafeteria. Uh So as far as cleaning the line, making sure that we don't have any cross-contamination. So anything made for that student is made in a special area so that we don't have the potential for it to have an issue. We do pretty much limit how many peanut options we have to keep that risk very low. So if you look at a lot of our baked goods, our cookies, our packaged things, we tend to buy things that are made in nut-free facilities, again, just to make sure we have that extra level of protection. The safe side. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So just a few minutes ago, you were talking about you have hundreds of people working for you, but you also said something about uh, normally you have a few hundred more. Can you tell us, are, are we having a, a staffing issue now or is where, where do you stand on, on the number of employees you got? Absolutely. So we're probably 100 to 150 people short of where we would like to be. Okay. So we've worked actually really hard all summer. We did multiple job fairs. Um, the district HR department helped us do a large job fair. Sure. We actually added like 40 people to our to our list, which is why we probably only need 100, 150 at the moment. Okay. Um, we will continue recruiting for people. Um, the thing about this job is it's unlike any other food service job. Most food service jobs are nights, weekends, holidays, Times when people who have kids really probably would prefer to be at home with their kids. Yeah. We have almost the exact opposite job from that. We have a food service job that you work when your kids are at school, right? It's typically a four to six hour a day job. We're only open when the school's open. So there's no nights, no weekends, no holidays as far as those employees go. it's perfect for people with kids. Yeah, people with kids, people who want that type of flexibility in their schedule. 
Um, what's great is we're pretty competitive with our pay for what's in the Atlanta market. So mm-hmm. we are starting pay with no experience is $14.70 an hour, which okay. for a typical food service job is, is right in line. You have any kind of experience, which a lot of our folks come to us with experience. It just goes up from there. Okay. So we do pick up a lot of folks who've worked food service outside of the school district's come in and bring that experience with them, which is so great. So when you say you need 150 people, what kind of things are they doing? Obviously, they're not waiting tables, but what are they doing? So our we call it a food service assistant job. And okay. then from there, we have um, what we call career ladders. To, you can move up into management and other opportunities. But that first frontline job basically does everything. So they come in, they're preparing the food, they're cooking the food. We have serving lines, so they have the food out on the serving line. They may serve the food or they could be the cashier running the cash register Okay, as the yeah. students go by. Once we're done feeding, then we clean everything up top to bottom. And then we go home for the day. The next day we come back, we do it all over again. Okay. So it's a full, it's a full top to bottom job. It's cooking, it's cleaning, it's serving. You will, you will have the experience to do everything in our kitchens. Okay. So you have a rotation going. Absolutely. And especially when you've got, you know, you're, you're maybe a little bit short staffed. You're not severely short staffed, but everybody has to cover the bases. And so uh, are your employees having to get to school extra early uh, before their student gets on the bus? Is that an issue? Or do they have to stay late before? How, how does it relate to their, you said that their students in school during the same time, but is that a challenge? It can be. What we tend to do is try to work with people. So for okay. example, if they have elementary school students who get to school at 730, uh-huh. they may work at the neighboring middle school where those students come in till later. So we don't have to be there till a little bit later to fix breakfast. Gotcha. Right. So that's the beauty of as large as we are, we can usually find a spot for folks to help work with the schedule that they have. Most of our employees are done by one thirty, two o'clock at the latest. So most of them are, are done with work before the school even lets out for the day. Okay. Well, that's awesome. What about benefits? Are they qualified for benefits or are they considered part-timers? How does this all work? That's the beauty of food service. So even at a four-hour position, they qualify for full benefits. So dental, medical, everything, like a full-time employee for the district. So they get all the same benefits that you and I would working 40 hours a week. So they don't get that in the restaurant world either. Yeah, that's and and cop schools benefits are substantial, folks. If you're even thinking about getting a job somewhere, look to cop schools because we've got a benefits package that's beyond compare. Okay, so is there anything else that that parents might need to know for their students to be able to eat and succeed in in their classes? So we have a very robust website. It covers lots. It has the menu. It has the meal prices. It has who to contact at your school, so who your cafeteria manager is, um, who the area coordinator is. So I I wouldn't push everyone to our website. So if you go to copk12.org, you can do backslash food services or you can find the Department of Food Nutrition Services. There's all kinds of information about how we operate our program. You know, we have students who have special needs related to diet. There's information on how to yeah. do that with us. Um, we're expanding our menu options this year back to kind of what we were pre-pandemic. So more vegetarian options. We're adding halal options this year. Wow. So there's a lot of information on our website about all the the new things we're doing uh-huh. um, for it. So it's a great place for parents to go to get all that information. Um, they can go there. They can email us at meals at cobk12.org. Uh-huh. That's an, our, just our nice generic email. Any yeah. question you have about food nutrition services, send it to that email and we will get back with you ASAP. 
If you're not already following us on social media, I would encourage you to follow us. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and our handles at Cobb County FNS, like Food Nutrition Services. So Cobb County FNS. That kind of works out. That's awesome. All right, folks, uh, there's been a lot of information here. And obviously, their their website and webpage is uh, tremendously informative. We hope you've gotten a lot of the information you were looking for from this podcast. But just in case you need to dig a little bit deeper, there are links that are provided to you down in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and uh, thank you, Emily, for coming by and, and helping us understand a little more about what's going on. And, thank you, David. and for those of you who are considering a new job, this is where you need to come work. It's a great place. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Inside Scoop.